Welcome back to episode 13 of Sad Money Podcast. I'm one half of your crew, Alexander Payne, the other half. Steven Sahelnik. Back on this side of the pond, back in New York City. Where we're united. Yeah, we're back together again, not, uh, you know, in different time zones, <laughs> looking at different kind of civil unrest around the world. Yeah, different economic disparities. Now we're just looking at it here in New York City. Yeah, what a week, too, with everything that's been going on. Yeah. There crazy week uh just all kind of stuff going on all over the world there's the king got coronated yeah did you see that they drew a dick in the lawn uh, yeah they cut a dick in the lawn <laughs> and time. then they tried to cut the grass lower but it made it stick out even more so shout out to that prankster over there i think that was in bath bath is it it's not bath i don't know that every time i tried to say something in the uk they told me how i was saying it wrong oh. it, you know you know i don't know okay yeah. see at least in new york we make up words we're cool with that yeah you say whatever you want to say and you know welcome to the tribe uh let's see what else happened obviously here in new york there's a lot of protests because of the death of uh jordan neely mm-hmm. uh at the hands of a marine which is i mean it's pro- it's why i'm so late today to even do the podcast because the trains are all messed up and there's yeah. been a lot of protest, uh, but yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, what do you got first? Yeah, well, this week, uh, midweek, I know it was the uh, the Fed did their FOMC mm-hmm. meeting, and they raised rates again, another twenty five basis points. They went up, and they kind of set the stage for like pausing and saying, okay, well, we raised this, but in the future for the next meeting, we may not raise it. We may just kind of. You know, everyone is saying, like, wait and see. And uh, the other term that's been going along, at, like, around is, like, higher for longer. Where, you know, they're not going to cut rates. They're just going to keep them up there. So that was, like, the big macro news from this week. So yeah. basically they're waiting to see if something breaks. Yeah, and shit is already broken. Yeah. <laughs> so if more stuff breaks. Yeah. How many banks? They took down, like, it was, like, FRC, done. Yeah. Credit Suisse, done. They went global on the, on this shit. We're still waiting on Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, you know what else is interesting? Like, when First Republic, um, when they went under this week, a lot of the other regional banks, um, they started to go, they started to, they felt like 40, 50% in a day. And the SEC started, like, looking at um, the market and saying, like, is, is there market manipulation going on? So, yes. Um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, they may, you know, I think people took it to say like, oh, they may ban short selling, which they, they might do. They've done it before. Like they've paused it for a little bit of time. Paused it? Yeah. Ban. That's how they make most of their money. Isn't it? Seller boxing? Killing companies and... Something like that. What happened to Toys R Us? Oh. Sears. Yeah. They didn't all just go out of business. Blockbuster? Did yes. you really believe that whole Netflix uh, killed Blockbuster bullcrap? Nah. Blockbuster was going to buy Netflix. Exactly. Yeah. Until they seller boxed it. <laughs> they, um, oh, the, uh, the SEC also, actually, in that news, um, there was the largest uh, awarded uh, whistleblower, whistleblower. So, like, a whistleblower, like, basically tipped off some illegal things happening in the market, and they were awarded... million. So what I think we should do with the help of everyone who follows Sad Money is get your tips in. We all got to get our tips in and we can split the pot, right? 
We can split the pot like 30, 40, 50, you know, it can be as big as we want. But SEC is not afraid to hand out money because uh, it's still free. And they want to arrest people for financial crimes. I would say that yeah. if you, uh, you know, you should get a job at a hedge fund just so you can tell on them. And then yeah. we can get that money when you come and donate to our Patreon. I like that too. I think that's a, I think definitely. In our Discord, we'll start a whistleblower channel. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> so yeah. we can all be in there. You know what would be funny is if the whistleblower, it's anonymous who got the award. Of course, But yeah. if it was uh, Nancy Pelosi for t- telling on herself. If it was Nancy Pelosi just getting richer, I, 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 I think we, I'm not even going to say what I think because I might go to jail for it. But <laughs> let's just hope it wasn't Nancy Pelosi getting richer. It's kind of like Prince. I remember Dave Chappelle did that skit and then he took... Oh yeah, he took Dave Chappelle's face and put on his album. It's, uh, yeah. That would be dope. That would be the same thing. She'd basically... No, because it would be her using insider information... Yeah. Which is illegal. Yeah. To now get richer. Yeah. She's already used it to make money off of it. She's finessing the game. That's yeah. how I see it. But I see what you're saying. The game is broken. <laughs> yeah. Nancy's the puppet master. She's like controlling everything. The strings. The yeah. godfather. Yeah. So that's what was happening with the SEC um, that I saw. And then crypto was kind of back a little bit. Big man teams. Did you read about the, the meme, meme coins going on? Pepe? Pepe? Pepe. Yeah, which is the, the alt-right meme, the frog. Pepe. Oh, that's an alt-right meme? Pepe became like the alt-right meme. You remember that? Well, now Crypto Nation, I guess, has it. Yeah, Yeah. nothing really... These things don't mean anything to anyone. They're all like something. Yeah. Someone takes it and makes it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Now there's a lot of meme coins that are like new meme coins. There's like that. There's like Wojak. Wojak? There's, yeah, Wojak. I don't know Wojak. Uh, Gensler is one. Like Gary, Gary Gen- Gensler from the <laughs> yeah, SEC? It's called Gensler. <laughs> Gary Gensler kind of looks like uh, Pepe. He, he looks, looks like, like a the frog. Yeah. Yeah. And then what else? Bob. Bobcorn. I'm going to be honest. I had some crypto and some shit coins. And I just moved it into Bob. And it's... Uh, it's surging? Uh, it was for a minute. And now it's it went down a little bit. But it's still above where I bought it. Okay. So you're going to I'll probably lose all my money. Yeah. That. But that's okay. It was already down anyways. Yeah, he's you can't even compare it to our friends. We've had friends that have lost way more than Yeah. What? Well we'll have them on to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of friends that <laughs> have gonna, lost money in We're gonna have some crypto. guests on. Yeah. Yeah, this is like this is, you know, something to do for fun. I haven't it's not a lot of money, but it's fun to look at. It is fun to look at. That's what I do. It's like uh, attractive women when you have no money. It's fun to look at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, window shopping. Yes. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. I mean, those were like some of the main things that kind of grabbed my attention this week. Yeah. I think the thing that also happened, I don't know, I guess because we're comedians, we see a little bit more is the writer strike is happening in uh, Hollywood yep. and they're bringing all, a lot of the shows to a halt. And I, I remember... 2008 2007 something like that after i graduated high school i went to go work for television and the writer strike stopped me because i was working as a production assistant and then i went back to school right after that where i was like i didn't know this could happen Mm. but it is interesting because we do have friends that now yeah are writers for tv and they're trying to get paid more money 
and I'm yeah. all for people getting paid more money. I want to say that first. Forget these big conglomerates. They got the money. But what I will say is they could write better shows. <laughs> they could definitely do better. Because at this point, I'm not saying ChatGPT could write most of this shit. But you know what? That is what I'm saying. ChatGPT, I think, could write a lot of this. I haven't seen Succession. Yeah. The last season of Game of Thrones, that House of the Dragon, I think ChatGPT could have did that. It probably did. Let's be yeah, it probably did. Let me see. What else have you watched that? Dude, I don't even watch TV anymore. I, I watched that show Beef. That was a well, I watched two episodes. Was that good? That was enjoyable. That okay. was not a Chat GPT show. That guy deserves his money. Yeah. I watched just reruns of uh, Seinfeld and Kirby Enthusiasm. You know, I'm talking to someone that has that likes Seinfeld but is not a fan of Kirby. They say it's too tense. That's crazy it is insane i would go the other way around i could see you liking one but not the other i begged her to please give curb another chance wow because i told her i'm the black larry david <laughs> i was like i need you to watch this please i think you need to delete her number if she doesn't change her mind no it's okay okay yeah that's um european so oh uh, okay you european yeah. forget it yeah. that's different they it's um too much tension <laughs> They, uh, what do they like? Faulty Towers? That's a good TV show. I like Faulty Towers. Yeah. I love some Faulty Towers. But they like our stuff. They like Friends and crap that we, stuff like that. Yeah. 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 They like some of it. Mm. They, uh, what else? For the writer's strike, you're talking about AI, because wasn't that a big part of the negotiations? That was a part of the negotiations, yeah. It's like they don't want people to... To be able to write shows with AI. Is that like a big, like, central point of it, besides the money? Uh, I mean, also the streaming rights, because they're not getting any part of that stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think uh, it happened with, I mean, Scarlett Johansson, because of the pandemic, Black Widow didn't come out in theaters, so it came out on Disney Plus. Okay. And people paid to see it on Disney Plus, and she didn't get any of the money from that. Uh, so it's kind of the same deal with, well, actors have a little bit more leverage until mid-journey AI takes over. Where, I don't know if you guys have seen the stuff they've been doing with Mid-Journey. They basically made Will Smith Hitler in Mid-Journey. That's wild. It's crazy what they, you can do with Mid-Journey. Um, but uh, the thing that they're fighting for now is the back-end part of deals and streaming. And, you know, like, I think you saw it. Like, people like South Park, they got a lot of money for Paramount Plus, Hulu, I mean, Seinfeld, the same thing, too. To bring yeah. it to Hulu and Netflix, they got, like, another $250 million or something. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, in addition to, like, the back-end deals they worked out originally. Well, yeah, because Seinfeld was, like, okay with syndication. Like, they got paid for that. Yeah. But then, by the time streaming came around, it wasn't, like, built in. Mm. I think the South Park guys wrote some other sort of deal during Netflix, like, when it first came out, being like, oh, this is going to be a thing. Oh, so okay. we need to have like money or like we need to have our streaming rights. So, so they, they had were way up. ahead of the curve. So smart. Damn. Yeah. But the rest of these guys are kind of behind the eight ball. Like uh, I think like, I don't know what's this. The show's like The Bear where they're only on Hulu okay. or they're only on Netflix. It's okay. like how do you determine how much money you're making from that or, I see. Okay. Know, or streams or whatever. So they're basically fighting to get their money. Which, again, they definitely deserve because we don't want to see uh, Transformers 2. That's a prime example of what happens when someone strikes 
and yeah. they just have to make the movie up as they go along. Yeah. Um, Don't you have a friend who was in Transformers? Yeah, he was in the Bumblebee Transformers. Oh, though. okay, okay. That one was fully written. <laughs> different, different situation. Totally different situation. That one, I believe, was nominated for an Academy Award. Wow. Let's not check that. <laughs> but I believe it was nominated for an Academy no Award. No to say. Yeah. Uh, best Transformers film of all time. And then... I don't know. I don't know how long this strike can last. I imagine it can last a long time. Yeah. Because a lot of what... I think what's going to happen is they're going to start making these new cheap shows, unscripted shows. Okay. Which are pretty easy to actually do. And when you say they, do you mean the studios or do you The mean... studios. I think right. the studios okay. are going to make... You're going to see more reality television. Yeah. You're going to see more... Uh, Love Island, that type of stuff. Love Island, yeah. you know, and, you know... Honestly, this is going to hurt probably like, well, maybe not hurt. It might help Disney because all of their stuff is scripted. Everything they do is scripted television. And right now they're going to shut down, I guess, like, you know, I don't know what the hell they, Disney's always making like 15 things at the same time. So that'll slow down whatever that they're writing now. Phase eight of Marvel or whatever, you know? Yeah. I don't know what trimesters three. Whatever's going on in Marvel, so remake of Pocahontas or whatever, whatever superhero or Star Wars we're on, you know. So, how do you think it's going to resolve then? They'll get the money. They'll get the money. money. There's too much money on the line. It's like they're just trying to starve each other out. Where it's like, you know, these streaming platforms are basically like, uh, it's free money for them. And even though it's it's free money for them, it's not money that that is a lot of money. Like like for example, Disney Plus, that whole fight with uh, Bob Iger and yeah. the other guy. Yeah. The reason they said they fired the other guy is because Disney Disney was losing money on Disney Plus, and they were, because they were creating a lot of just unnecessary content, like uh, Moon Knight. The hell is a moon knight I've never even heard of that exactly but they're making just so many shows and so many characters and just spinning them out that bob Iger came back and said like wait a minute like you know truthfully we're in the theme park business and we're in the toy business so like who the hell wants to buy i think moon knight's like a jewish superhero okay I've i'm never pretty heard sure he's this. like from israel i'm not not 100 percent, but and, you know, Bob Iger's like, who the hell wants to buy a toy of a Jewish superhero? And Bob Iger's I Jewish. Mean, yeah, I was going to say, I would think Jews would want to do that. I don't think so. I guess not. That's no, not, because that yeah. show didn't do very well. That's my point. Where it's yeah. like, you know I mean? People want to buy a Spider-Man or a, a, a whatever, a Batman or something like that. You know, something where the parents get killed. Nobody <laughs> wants to buy a toy of the Chosen One. Yeah. Because we'd all be buying Jesus action figures in yeah and, and nobody's buying that it's gonna cause a problem yeah but anyways the uh disney was a prime example of uh basically uh spending too much money and netflix isn't constantly in debt okay so for yeah. now for them for the writers to come and say well we want part of the profits from it they're like but we're not making any money off of these streaming services mm. you know and they're trying to focus on profitability now too a little bit more yeah they're trying to they're gonna cut down on making so many shows yeah i mean the only ones that honestly don't care are apple 
and Amazon because they're in the product business. They're not in the TV streaming business. They have TV streaming services, but they, that goes along with you buying a $1,000 phone. Yeah, it's or wrapped $1,500 phone. Like, I've got a Prime account, but the only reason I use it is because I use Prime for, like, shipping and stuff. And exactly. And I'm like, oh, that's free. I can use that for free. And literally, either yeah. way, you're paying $12 a month. Yeah. Which is about how much Netflix costs. Yeah. And then I got to watch, like, old Al Pacino movies, like Serpico. Yeah. Great movie. Watch it. Great film. Awesome yeah. film. So that's like, I go, oh, that's like worth it. And then they just, they have money that they can spend, I guess, every year. Interesting. Yeah. That's, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. It, like that they're doing that. Cause AW, I know Amazon's starting to cut down on costs, but they can still fund it, I guess. Um, Apple just reported, uh, I think record profits again. Like, I think they made $96 billion in a quarter. Like something crazy, even though it's like, it shows that their revenue growth is declining. It's still like they, they make so much money from uh, their tablets and stuff. But they also opened the bank, right? Like you can put your money. Yeah. In they give the highest, uh, was it interest? Yeah. High yield bank. savings account. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, is it like four and a half percent right now? Almost, I believe so. Yeah. Almost 5%. And they got, I think almost a billion dollars. No, it was $90 billion in deposits in like a week. I'm not going to lie to you. I, if I had yeah. money, that's where I'd put it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's otherwise it's just sitting in a bank or anything. Yeah. 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 Give it to Steve Jobs or Tim Cook now, I guess. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Pepe. Okay. So I went through those. Mm. Those are the most of the things I think that I've had for this, this week. Oh, Jobs Report actually came in on Friday. Um and that was abnormally strong for this for this month, mm-hmm. but they again revised down the job numbers for last month to where last month it was a it was a beat where they said uh, for employment it was like well above projections. With the revision, it came in well below uh, what it was. So they went from a beat to not like even in line. They went to oh, it was worse than expected. Basically, this is the wire where they're juking the stats. Yeah. Yeah, and Jolts like was another one that reported this week, um, which is a similar type of you know employment index. Um, I don't know. Maybe people are getting like two jobs, three jobs, and that's why employment is is so high. Well, didn't you say that yesterday? That's what people are doing. That they're working one job as a software developer, but overemployed for three overemployed. Yeah, those are people who are like that's like a luxury to them. Yeah, where they go, oh, I'm making. Two hundred thousand dollars a year, but let me get two more jobs so yeah. I can make six hundred k. Yeah, and I'm kind of thinking of like, what if it's someone who's like right at the poverty line and like they need to make ends meet, so they're like, I need to get like a job, door dashing, and I'm an Uber driver, and I got a day job as like a receptionist. Let me tell you something. Or it could be both. I had two jobs, and I was laid off, and now I'm unemployed. And let me tell you something. Unemployed. Is a full time job. That's a full time job. Every as soon as you wake up, you're on the clock. You're right away reminded. I don't have any more money coming in from a employer. Right away, that's a taxing job. And like I said, I worked two jobs, and it wasn't as hard as being unemployed. Looking for that dough. Looking for more than that dough. I'm looking for the that big pile of money like the Joker had in the Dark Knight when he set it on fire. <laughs> I want that kind of level of money now. Sometimes I'll send Alex 
job links that I see at, in the middle of the night, and the subject says, you up. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, apply for this. Um, damn, yeah. So that's the other macro stuff that I had. Yeah, I think for me, the, just the biggest story was, I think it was Monday, right? I believe like the day after I got back from the UK that there was a homeless man who was on the train, his name's Jordan Neely. Yep. And this is a weird, this is a tragic case. Um, he was uh, choked to death by this guy, I think his name's Daniel J. Perry. Yeah. He's a Marine. And, hold on, it was my theme song. He was choked to death by a Marine on the subway. I think it was the L train? Um, L, tra- L train, yeah. Yeah, it was the- 24 years old. The Marine was 24. The Marine was 24. Daniel was 30. No, uh, Jordan was 30. Yeah. Daniel was 24. Uh, and I think this is an interesting case because right now we're, there's a lot of protests going on about it. Um, the, definitely one of the interesting things was that charges were not pressed right away, which says a lot. Um, you could say on one half it is race, which I would agree with. I think on the other hand, just because of this podcast, I think a lot of it does have to do with, you know, poverty, being poor, that uh, there really wasn't anyone to press charges on his behalf. And I think the thing that might be lost in this whole entire case is, you know, people kind of go, well, they said he was getting aggressive on the train. And I can say for sure, I've lived in New York, I feel like a decade now. Yeah, same. We've all been on the train where homeless people are getting aggressive, or and or regular people yeah. are getting aggressive, and never once has I ever thought in my head, I wish someone was here right now to choke this guy out <laughs> yeah. to death. Yeah, especially to death. To yeah. death. Let's say to death. Yeah. yeah. That's Maybe make him tap out, make him fall yeah. asleep, throw him off the train, but you know he was choked for, they say, 15 minutes? Yeah, over, over an egregious amount of time. Which is an egregious amount of time. And this is a crazy incident because, um, so I did some digging into Jordan's uh, backstory, mm. and I don't know if a lot of people know this, but Jordan, um, is, he's been homeless for a while and he has yeah. mental issues, but when he was 18, his mother was killed and stuffed in a suitcase by his, uh, her boyfriend. And like the day that it happened, he was trying to say goodbye to his mother, but the boyfriend wouldn't let him. Wow. And he had to testify in his mother's own, you know, uh, uh, murder case in, in and everything. Case. Wow. Yeah, so I think sometimes, you know, when, I, when we hear these stories, we just go, oh, this was just a crazy person and there is no humanity to them. But we kind of forget that, like, you know, things, horrible things like this happen to people and you get involved in a system. It's real people, too. It's real people. And on top of this, the reason it's even more complicated is because, you know, the guy who did it is a veteran yeah and that's a lot of homeless people too yeah so it's like if you do throw this guy in jail which it probably will be just to you know make everyone uh kind of the protest die down he will now be one of the many veterans that are in jail and who knows what's going on with his mental health at the same time and he will now be, uh, I don't know what the word is, I'm going to say indoctrined, but he will now go into a global prison, a United States prison system, yeah. which will now essentially make it slave labor. Yeah. And it kind of feeds into itself. Yeah. Because no one has worse rights than a 
convict, ex-convict. Yeah, you make the least amount of money, yeah. and but you make corporations billions. Can't get financing. Yeah. Can't, like, it's hard. I mean, that's why a lot of convicts are entertainers. Exactly. Yeah. And I think this is a part of a system, because people, this is weird for us, where it's like, um, New York has these instances where things like this pop up. Like last year, I believe it was December, there was a fire in the tenement that killed a lot of people. Yep. And the reason the fire happened was because someone plugged in a space heater. But really the reason the fire happened was because the heat wasn't turned on. Yeah. But the way they phrase it and frame it is that, oh, it's, these, you know, it's this defaulty or, you know, space heater that killed these people instead of the, the tenement project manager who didn't turn on the heat for people who yeah. are poor. And it's kind of indicative of a bigger system of that yeah. poverty is a crime, yeah. which in some ways is punishable by death. Yeah, like this case. Like this Tenements. case. And Tenements. there's laws against that too, where it's like you need to have the heat at like a certain level. Yeah, here in New York, it's supposed so, to be, if, it's, if the temperature outside is lower than 50 degrees, the heat is supposed to be on. Yeah, and I know that because I've called 311 many times in my building. Me too. <laughs> many times. Me too. Yeah, it's... I don't know. This is a weird one because the cities gave up during COVID. Mm-hmm. Basically, they, they gave up the subways to homeless people, right? Yeah. On top of that, the city is making it less habitable for homeless people to be around. Like, they're getting rid of benches. Yeah. They're getting rid of, uh, I don't know, any places you can sit, they're putting spikes on it. Making it harsh. They're making it hard for people to even, like, you know, loiter anywhere else. They're throwing them out of Washington Square Park, which is ironic because that's where the protest was, but that's also where there's, like, black homeless people in the corner. I just watched a white girl, like, walk through with her sign saying, you know, being homeless and black shouldn't be a crime, but she just walked through all the black homeless people to get to the <laughs> protest, which was, I don't know, that, that was... Uh, that's, like, out of Black Mirror, almost. Literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so at the same time, you're not allowing these people to have a place to go. So they go to the subway. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Eric Adams, our uh, mayor, I don't even know if he's a mayor. You he's could like, call him that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what he is, like Grand Admiral of the <laughs> evil empire. It's like an MC of the nightlife. Basically, yeah. Our resident uh, DJ host. <laughs> he's basically, he, he started putting out, he said, we're going to put more police presence on the train because these people are fair hopping. And in my experience, they're only putting them at, like, ex- I don't want to say expensive stations, but well-to-do stations, yeah. like uh, 34th Street, you know, I don't even think 42nd Street, but, like, basically... They have them at Times Square. Yeah. They have them at Times Square. So, basically, they're not... in Bedford, which is basically Williamsburg, which is where a lot of rich people are, maybe Lorimer, if you're lucky, but they're not putting them everywhere. And, really, they're putting the police out there, and that's to stop fare evasion. Yeah. So basically, they're there to stop the MTA from losing money. They're yeah. not on the trains making it any safer. And right now, you know, we're having protests on the trains. They're, they're actually going against the police right now on 63rd Street. And yeah, this is just a cycle. Like, even if you threw this guy in jail, this is going to continue to keep happening because none of it deals with any of the problems yeah. of poverty, really. Yeah. Like, low wages... Yeah. This this deals with none of that. Uh, raising cost of living, this deals with none of that. This is yeah. going to throw more and more people into this cycle. I mean, even uh, the guy who killed him, I mean, he was unemployed, looking for a job to be a bartender. Yeah. 
Yeah, know? so it's like it was affecting this guy too at the same time. Not to make him a victim or, or whatever, but it's uh, it's also like um, no one has talked about like solutions. What about reforming and giving people who are homeless or unhoused or how you want to put it, like a way back into um, the system because they've been out of it for so long. And there's definitely solutions that we could take. I think, I mean, this is my, this is my opinion, but like, what about all these empty office buildings that people hate? Like, dude, no one wants to go into the office to work. Yeah. Like, let's be real. No one wants to do it other than the C-level executives who are, I don't know, they're, they have an ego trip. So why not convert some of these buildings um, to a place for, I don't know, for homeless people to get back on their feet? You can make it a public-private partnership so you get financing. So the people who are like, they own the building, they're making money. The city, they're going to make money if you get people who are then back into the workforce. So it's actually a good thing for the city, right? And I don't think it would cost that much like in the scheme of things either. I know I'm just saying that, but it's like if you throw a couple billion dollars at it, if you look at like a federal budget, it's not our federal budget. We're fighting over what trillions of dollars right yeah. now. Put a, a couple billion down to this at I don't know, just like an office building. Like it's not perfect, but it's better than nothing. I mean, one thing for sure is you could at least increase the wages. I mean, I think the yeah. vote was last year. How many people turned it down? Yeah, a vote to increase people's wages. So I mean, that contributes to all of our poverty yeah literally and this whole you know rugged individualism which is an idea that you know we believe we should it's our it's our fault if we're poor and we're not affected by anyone else when truly we we actually are affected by you know the government and decisions that are made like you know why should they vote on our wages that makes no sense at all we don't get to vote on their wages yeah so i think there is a lot of levels to this in capitalism, whatever you want to call it, that contributes to things like this, you know, and that, I mean, even when Jordan died before, they said he was yelling literally like, you know, I hope I go to prison. I hope I get a big sentence, Wow. you know, uh, before uh, he was sad. murdered. So, yeah, it's sad. It's one it's of those really things sad. where you go like, you know, what other option do you have really? Yeah, where we're living in a world where people are begging to go to prison because at least they have a place to sleep and something to eat. I mean, yeah, you'll be essentially indoctrinated into slavery, but you got a cell, you got three three hots and a cot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what I was thinking about. Where I was like, this is a big problem, and I think it's going to keep bubbling up here in New York City. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And, you know, I think the fire last year was just an example. And I think this uh, man being murdered was just an example. And, you know, even Daniel himself, uh, the guy who did it, it's, you know, unfortunate because he's. There's definitely something that was lost in the system with him, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and his life is over, you know, whether yeah. that's a good thing if you viewed it that way or a bad thing but it's pretty much two people's lives are over which uh sucks yeah yeah and they shouldn't have been put in a situation where that even had to happen is what we're trying to say no because i mean if if it's also too it's even hard to get help because of how restrictive a lot of these programs are like they will check 
to make sure you uh, don't make a certain amount of money or whatever I think to get food stamps or, or even to get into what is it a housing yep uh, like yeah. a, what is it the housing lottery healthcare they check so much harder for that than they do anything else. Healthcare too, like you know the rising cost of healthcare. I mean, it's insane how hard it is, you know, to survive. Uh, I don't want to. I just, I guess, in this country. Yeah. You know, and it's it's no re, it's no surprise that we literally have the highest prison population. It's like it's all indicative of a, a system that is operating as it's supposed to under you know these people. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense when there's, like, <laughs> publicly traded companies for prisons. Literally. Geo. Geo's one. The know. owner of the Detroit Pistons, I believe that's how he makes a lot of his money, is by uh, overcharging prisoners on phone calls. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like Michael Jordan's involved in some way, too. Interesting. Yeah. Not 100%. We might cut this out later, but if I find <laughs> out, I'm pretty sure Jordan's involved. Yeah, it's... It's, um, I go like, th this is cases where, okay, if people are proponents for capitalism, we'll find ways to use that system to make this better, right? And yeah. I, I go back to like, you know, financing ways to help people where it's like a public-private partnership. There's a lot of them. You see it for infrastructure. Why don't you do it for people who are in bad situations? find a way to make money i don't give a shit if it's helping other people then make make money off of it but also help other people it's kind of like affordable housing right where people who own affordable housing a lot of the money that they get is from the government they don't actually get it from the tenants yeah they get a good portion of it uh from uh you know from the government you know there's hot topics around affordable housing if it's good or bad for pricing but I'm just using it as an example for like, we should, like politicians should get creative here instead of just also sitting outside and saying, oh yeah, we stand with you, this shouldn't have happened. It's like, you know, there's a lot of people with good ideas and it's like, you should find a way to bring action to it. Yeah, because the other alternative is literally, it becomes a lot of the poor eating the poor. Yeah. Which is what happened in this situation. Yeah. 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 Tupac was right. They got monies for war. No, they got money for war, but not to feed the poor. Mm. Yeah. It's true. I mean, yeah. If <laughs> we can talk about that this year with everything that we've seen. Yeah. That's a whole other thing we don't want to get into. Um, it, what, a, what a messy situation this was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. But I think it's just, uh, I think we're just going to see this more and more as the bad times continue you know yeah it's not getting any better like yeah i think this is definitely we're headed uh i don't know i don't want to say a correction in the system but yeah we're headed somewhere yeah i mean like the market's doing okay but like clearly people aren't people aren't yeah no. everything is lagging yeah. Like all of these, you don't raise rates five percent and money costs something now and then you just expect oh it's going to be the same and it takes time for that to kind of trickle through the system yeah so uh yeah i mean we just we were experiencing it in the city a, a little bit so yeah wanted to talk about it that's all i got 
It's very uh, somber way to end the sad money number 13. Yes. Yeah. But it is important that we talk about it. Yeah, yeah. And if you have ideas on how to... We don't want to just talk about the problems. It's also like we want to think about what are potential solutions, right? And what can people do? So if you have ideas, um, let us know, you know. And we can share them or try to share them with people that we know also. So please, you know, it's just not just like a... I don't say, <laughs> I don't want to say pity party because there was that Zoom call with that CEO. Oh, yeah. Saw that, yeah. Where she's like, you can't go to the pity party or something yeah i saw that yeah it was ridiculous whatever it's yeah but uh uh we're all for like solutions too right i'm trying to spread the word be the solution be the solution be the change you want to see there you go right um that's it for me too i didn't have anything else well that's it for episode 13 of sad money podcast uh follow us on instagram youtube tiktok Patreon. Yes, yeah. Bonus content is going up. Yeah. We already put some stuff up there with our Man on the Street content. We got more to come. And we're doing more Man on the Street stuff. And we're going to talk to some crypto bros. Yes, we're going to have some guests on. Which yeah. You'll really, uh, you'll like them. Believe us. It's going to be a hot summer. It's going to be a hot summer. Hot That's boy right. summer. Yeah. And stay safe out there, all right? 100%. We love y'all. Sad money out. Peace. Peace.